they said there was an X on there where I was supposed to stand. Okay, who's excited about today? Yes! Um, prayer is literally my favorite thing we get to do besides baptisms, so make sure you're here on Sunday because we're going to baptize some people. It's going to be awesome. Um, but before we jump in, I want to say thank you to Pastors Earl and Onika for trusting me to stand up here and speak to you guys because I know how much each of you mean to them. Um, it's a big deal for them to trust someone to speak into your lives, and so I want to always honor our pastors yeah. and also thank them for the culture that they create. Yeah. Um, I got a text this morning from my sister Casey Stokes and she was saying, she was like, I'm so excited. You're my favorite person to hear from. And I know that Ben is her favorite person to hear from. And so I know that she is just cheering me on. She's in my corner. She loves me. But Pastors Earl and Onika have been very intentional about that culture. They create a culture just like Taz was talking about that you feel confident to invest invite people into. We felt confident to invite Jerry into this culture because we knew he was going to be loved. He was going to be seen. He was going to experience Jesus. And um, Zach Thompson, who we got to talk to on Sunday, invited 12 of his co-workers to church on Sunday. And six of them raised their hand to give, make Jesus first in their life. Six people. And so I am just so grateful for this culture and for you guys who carry this culture out because Pastors Earl and Onika can have this on their heart, but unless we actually believe in it and live it out, um, it two people can't make this happen. And so thank each of you and everyone on Instagram and everyone who's listening to this later for valuing this culture. And keep inviting because this is a place where people will experience Jesus. But... I'm excited about today because God laid something really um, important to me on my heart. And um, I had the title before I had the content. And the title is, What Does God Think About Me? And uh, A.W. Tozer, who's an author and a theologian, knows way so much more than I do. Um, he said, he was quoted saying this, What comes to our mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And I was meditating on that, thinking about that, and I was like, what do I actually think about when I think about God? And so we're going to do a little exercise, and I'm going to have everybody close your eyes. And if you're driving, if you're watching this, and you, don't close your eyes until, do this exercise after you've parked. Um, but I'm going to have everyone close your eyes, and we're going to take a second, and we are just going to think about what God is thinking about us right now. We're just going to take like 30 seconds. Is God thinking kind thoughts towards you? Is he thinking disappointed thoughts towards you? Is he thinking, man, I really wish you would do better? Is he thinking, I'm just a little bit annoyed that you did that? Is he thinking, I care for you so, so deeply? Um, you can open your eyes. What were the things that were going through your mind when you're thinking about what God thinks about you. And um, I was reading these verses and it says, um, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the thoughts I think towards you. God's like, I know what I'm thinking towards you. He says thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. In Psalm 139, 17 and 18, he says, how precious are your thoughts towards me, O Lord. They cannot be numbered. I cannot even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. I think what 
um, what we believe God is thinking about us affects every everything in our life. Um, we all, here at Shoreline City, we believe in growth. We believe in living a life of purpose. Pastor Earl's always saying, I want to die empty. And so we, we're not a stagnant church. We're not just sitting on the sidelines uh, being like, oh, Jesus loves me. We don't do anything here. I just believe Jesus loves me. And so sometimes we, um, this is something actually that Pastor Earl and Anika were talking to Andrew and I about. This is really heavy on their heart as well, that we don't become a church that is striving or always um, frantically trying to, yes, performing, trying to earn God's favor or for us to believe that God is pleased with the work we did, that we need to stop and actually believe what God is thinking about us and that if we have a, a boss or our peers or whoever it is in our life that maybe is not pleased with us, that we don't let that impact what we believe that God thinks about us. Because in Matthew 22, 37 through 40, this is what our purpose is. He paints it out super, super clearly. He's like, I want you to know what living a life full of purpose actually looks like. Jesus said, whenever the Pharisees were trying to trick him and they were saying, what's the most important thing? Um, Jesus replies and says, this is the most important commandment. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Yeah. This is the first and the greatest commandment. Yeah. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. The entire law and all the prophets are based on these two commandments. So basically he says, love God, love people. Yeah. And so how does what we think about what God thinks about us play into this? Um, in 1 John 4, 19, he says, we love because he first loved yeah, us. So the first thing he says is love God. Yeah. Love me with all, every part of your being, yeah, yeah. love me. Yeah, yeah. But we cannot do this and we, unless we actually believe that he loves us. If we actually believe that he first loved us, we can't even love him unless we receive the love that he has. If we believe with all of our soul that he loves us, then we can in response love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second thing he says is equally important. This is equally important to loving God with your entire being is to love your neighbor. But here's the caveat. He says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so this second piece of you have to actually love yourself. You have to actually believe that I love you and that you see yourself the way I see you. And I know for myself, I so often get caught up in, it's just not quite enough. It's just not quite enough. That's my insecurity. And I know all of us have whatever our insecurity is of not believing that God actually feels this way about us. And as I was meditating on this this week, I actually got emotional because God's heart is breaking for his children. He is literally like, my thoughts towards you are so precious. I love you so much. Easter Sunday was all about celebrating what he did for us. His love for us was so great that literally he laid his life down for us. That is his heart towards each and every one of us. I look around this room and I know we have people tuning in on Instagram and podcasts later. He is talking about you. He's talking about Eric Sewing. He's talking about He's talking about Shannon Montgomery. He's talking about Matt, Maggie Tannehill. He is talking about me. He is thinking precious thoughts towards every single one of us. Andrew was talking about how we pray these prayers of God, break my heart for what breaks your heart. You break his heart. He loves you so much. And it is 
He is not looking at you like your parents looked at you. He's not looking at you like your boss looks at you. He is looking at you like a loving, kind Savior who will give up everything for you, for you, for me. In Romans 8, 38 and 39, he says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life nor angels, not demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not ever, not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we got to see that love on, on Sunday. And um, I heard a story of a little one in Next Gen, um, a little girl who came and I think it was her first time and um, her mother had left her and a serve team member, one of you guys, got to speak to her what God was thinking about her, that God sees her, that he has a plan and a purpose for her life, that he has, he is thinking precious thoughts towards her and she accepted Jesus in her life and she is going to have a journey in front of her not having a mom, but she has a hope because she had somebody tell her that God is thinking thoughts towards her that are precious and God is thinking those thoughts towards every single one of us. And so I want us to take time this week to meditate on what God is thinking about us because they are kind thoughts. They are precious thoughts. He loves you dearly and he is thinking about you. The thoughts about you outnumber the grain of sand in the ocean or on the beach. Like that is incredible. That is a lot of thoughts. That's a lot of precious thoughts towards each and every one of us. But we love you guys so much. Pastor Ronald Mika, love you so much. Have an incredible rest of your week.